Hmm. Yes. I think 34 was a good year for me. <laughs> I like that fact. I like that fact. When did I feel my sexiest? Hmm. Might have been 34. They could be right. Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Interesting writing on them and crazy packaging. Mm-hmm. So next year is... I'll just say, you tell them about Japanese uh, roulette. Mm-hmm. Roulette. Mm-hmm. Gas station roulette. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. And just, at, just at the gas stations and stuff. We, we, you know, it's like a lot of it we couldn't read, so it's, we didn't know what we were going to get. So it was just roulette, you know. Oh, wow. 7-Eleven roulette. Wow. That's a good way of putting it, because you're yeah. like, okay, well, we're good. gambling here. What's going to happen? Yeah. It wasn't really so much like a gas station. It was like the convenience stores. Well, oh, gotcha. They feel like gas stations. Like, like gas stations are, are usually convenience stores. Mm. Two. Mm. They have 7-Elevens in Japan. Far healthier selections too. Like yeah, a lot of the pre-made food that you saw in, in Marukai, that's what you see this in good. in uh, Seven Eleven. The soft egg sandwiches mm. and the white bread, you know, like the fluffy. Oh my god! It's like they whip the egg and then put mayo on it. Wow! So good. Mm. If you don't mind buying cold food, you can actually eat quite cheap in Japan. Mm. A ramen's usually about eight dollars. Cheaper over here than it, cheaper over there than it is over here. Mm-hmm. But and then again, it was also four years ago, so prices may have gone up. You know, you never, never know. But um, what's interesting is that they always seem to be on the cutting edge of uh, of technology, of like really just going, okay, what are our imaginations? Now let's just go ahead and try to recreate that. And it's there's no question of the dynamics of it so much as the the desire to actually see it created into real life. Well, and it's I, amazing. Well, what what, conf- what makes me wonder, like, why don't we see more of a Japanese space force? Dude, I've said this for so, same thing for so many years. They should have a robot walk around up there. Yeah. Not just this little, like, probe that's like, yeah, yeah, but like a freaking walking robot. Do we as Americans just have more money? I mean, or I more expensive? I wonder if we did a contract, like, maybe made them to where, like, Contracted that will attack you if you try to build anything. Oh my god! Oh my god! Who knows? (laughs) Right, like some secret thing, right? Yeah. Like, don't you dare try it. We. They're so advanced. Like, it's it's unreal. I don't understand. There's advancements that are a couple decades, or God knows how far into the future that exists that I'm sure the public doesn't know about. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, one of those things that's really interesting too is like when it comes down to the advancement of, of of man. I mean. When we were kids, we we were told that you know what, what was it like um, a colony on Mar on, on actually just on the moon was just around the corner, right. and we never got that, of course. But one of the really interesting things about that is now we have this privatization of space to where uh, just about anybody can go out there. And uh, if they have the money to reach out and start sort of their own system, so in a lot of ways, it's not—it's governments that are essentially putting on the, down the down the uh, down the road work, but it's it's now private enterprises and money that are going to be the thing that really gets us out there. And I'm still trying to decide on whether or not that's a that's a good thing. Like, do I want do I really want to see Elon Musk's vision of of Mars? So far, my answer is yes. Yes, I do. Um, but what would you know? What would a uh, what would a uh, what would what so? What, what, let me try to think of a what would Monsanto's do on Mars? You mm. know, it's like mm-hmm. it's it's that that kind of question. Like, do we really want to see the complete privatization? Um, so yeah. Hey, Tara, are you able to lift up on there? Mm. Uh, no. Is it not working? Oh, okay. 
What do you suppose their reasons are behind why why they have not tried to put moon bases on on the moon? Money. Um, and the moon, and I would say too, just out of a sort of an educational guess, uh, well, the moon, for one thing, has a lot of issues. Um, like, uh, for instance, there is a, uh, uh, God, what is it? Oh, well, how do I explain? Uh, the moon, uh, the, the dust in the moon, for instance, is like mm-hmm. glass. Um, Ooh. Interesting. It, over time, and it's really dusty. It's very dirty. I just imagine a big, imagine a big beach, but it's more of a of a job or like yeah, more like a bunch of minerals and everything that are like like microscopic razor blades. Oh boy! Oh geez! It's like glass, basically. That that's that's on there, and the dirt on there is like is is very reminiscent reminiscent of that reminiscent reminiscent so that's why we can't build a base on there. That's why we can't have nice things, damn it. So actually one of the reasons... We got glass on the ground. I think that's one of the reasons why we haven't been able to go back. Is Why don't they just send up a dude with a sweeper? He just sweeps it up. Yeah, no problem. No problemo, Brosif. I also think that's one of the reasons, too, why when every time that we've sent a... That they sent a drone up there, why it's eventually broken down or whatnot. I mean, I know like the, they said the Chinese one lost uh, power. Or whatnot. That was okay. Yeah, they certainly didn't turn it off. Um, yeah, they didn't turn it off. <laughs> they didn't hack into it it's and turn it off. Not, it's still not running up there. Uh, maybe. Oh no. No, they, no. I'm just thinking like they, it's like oh no, the poor thing lost power. But like, I, I can imagine them hiring some some space hackers to uh, <laughs> space right, hackers. Right. That's actually a good sci-fi. But yeah, I can imagine some space hackers like stopping their robot entirely from right. having a transmission. We're like, yeah, oh, block right. that one. But anyway, so they, they so the Chinese they had a a, a drone up there, and yeah, it just it was, lost power. I think it was called like. Oh shit! Actually, give me one moment. I'm gonna do something real quick. What again? I don't do that right here. We need the whole car. car. It's interesting. That sign almost looked like it said R turn. I think the like an R turn. I think the motor on that burned out. Whoa! Oh, shoot! Uh-oh. Sorry. I think the motor on that burned out, which is fine. Okay, we'll see. Do you know how much it costs to get the get one of those fixed? Like right under 300 feet doesn't look like our turn. It's actually. <laughs> oh, it is our turn. It is our turn. I was imagining it, it wasn't a U-turn, it was an R-turn. And it's like, no U-turns, Lond, only R-turns. Only and it's R-turns. like, oh my R-turns. God, how do I learn how to even make an R-turn? Now it's our turn. So interesting. Now it's our turn. <laughs> our turn. It almost sounds like a soap opera name. Our turn. Now for another episode of Our oh, Turn. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. My lady. My lady. My sir. Was it, was it my sir? What was it? Oh. My lady. My wow. Sir. What if you did like a medieval times kind of kind of uh, my lord, my s- lady. soap opera? Like it's shot just like with camcorders, and it's like a medieval times kind of soap opera. My lady. Is there anything like that? My yes. Lord. My lady. <laughs> Lady. Well, we can't use that though. My lady. Because that's from something. My, my lord. lord. My lord. My woman. My man. My man. <laughs> my woman. My dick. Oh, my dame. Damn. The flamingo on Max Payne. It's not going to work. Do you remember the flamingo? Oh, it's not going to work. It was Str- like, strangely synchronistic. I think our window just broke. Oh boy. That's a sign from the universe. <laughs> so the tablets of Toth. They talk about, uh, it, they say that if you keep reading them and reading them and reading them, you should be able to, you know, you'll get more out of it each time because it's just layered in symbolism and metaphors and all kinds of crazy stuff. Do you think there's any chance that uh, some of that stuff is backwards messages too? Why not? Uh, Crowley used to say, uh, if whenever you approach the occult, uh, approach it backwards. Uh, Walking into the Nephi backwards? That's one thing that made me think about that because Crowley, he was... Um, you're talking about, yeah, speaking backwards, huh? Yeah, well, well, like, it's the idea of, of don't necessarily do something one way. Do it two ways. Try, try to approach something, even if it's just simply on a philosophical level. Approach it from two different paths. Approach it from the front way and approach it from uh, the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really Crowley's type of uh, aspect. It's like, well, why do we have to do this ritual this way? Want to have a naked woman in the middle of the court? Well, there oh, you go. Yes. But um, 
and then we all get to take turns. No, 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 <laughs> no Crowley, no. Um, but uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, I could totally see that being a, uh, a sort of method, uh, uh, what, what would you call it? A uh, modality. Oh, a what? A, what? A, a sort of modality of approaching um, that, that sorts of work. Yeah. But do tell. I'm curious. Well, that's what I was curious about. I was wondering if maybe there would be some backward or even upside down. Maybe that's another method too. Has you ever talked about that? Was there any? Uh, actually, yeah. Upside well, down uh, writing, sort of, so to speak, to make it look like it's right side up, you know, but maybe. I would imagine that would be a, a part of the backwards, uh, the backwards approach. I, I, I could definitely see that. Now, what about upside down and backwards? Did he talk about that? Because that, that's like a triple fractal. Every, every, it's kind of funny. Like whenever you look at kanji, um, sometimes like you know you could you know when when you place it, you know this it's supposed to be this part's upright and this part's upside down. Could be the same type of concept. It's like you know. What if certain letters or whatnot are what we're looking at are are, are, are that or even geometry or philosophy is we're, bo- we're both looking at something backwards and upside down religion you know or whatnot um, but yeah no I, I've never heard of anything like that myself and everything but the the the, 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 the perception of that is very fascinating like, so yeah. It's interesting to me to think that always and every ways is, is, I mean, it's just like the Force in Star Wars. Those guys were so prophetic um, that the Force, the Force, use the between, use the in-between, the Force, and um, it's not good, it's not bad. You know, we've heard all the time that uh, there's no built-in meaning to anything. It's just whatever belief system we're deciding to put, you know, whatever value systems we're putting upon that element, whether it be that word or you know, oh, sign, oh, I'm terribly scared of signs, give me away, you know, right. the other person's like, I love signs, let me study this architecture, um, other guy's like, oh, I like the colors, so it's interesting how all of those at once are right there, ripe for the picking, at any second, at any time, and it's just whatever we want to be drawn to, I mean, it's really whatever permission we're enabling to give ourselves to, to pick from those options, and it's beautiful and amazing when we realize that kind of power that we have in each of our hands totally and since all of those possibilities like i was watching this little video on instagram about a guy he goes you know close your eyes and imagine yourself with a hundred million dollars what would you be doing with that hundred million dollars who would you who would you be giving some of it to how can you can you imagine that because if you can imagine that just as we've been noticing today that becomes this you know this beacon that that brings it back to that spot like hey i'm over here you know (laughs) and so it becomes this this sort of beacon to that possibility that's already out there it's like you're throwing the bait on the hook so to speak right and i mean god just that idea is so exciting i mean i think like when we hang out with a a tribe of, of folks like yourselves who are just as enthralled and enthusiastic and excited about the synchronicities all those the coincidence deja vu yada 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 all that great jazz of the universe uh those things move faster the imagination grows even quicker um and more nuances get to thrown in there just by just by pure happenstance since everyone's kind of tuned into that same kind of harmony do you notice that yeah absolutely and it comes down to uh shows of people that you meet uh, the sorts of opportunities that you begin to manifest from those people that you meet. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, excitement is a, is a huge part of that as well. Um, playing with the imagination. Um, a lot, and, and it's kind of funny because I have to be careful when I say the word imagination because there's a lot of people that say imagination is fake. It's not. Imagination's a, a, a notepad, a, a working table, a sort of a canvas. Yeah. For you to be able to manifest art, yeah. And that story, or that nah, that that you're creating with inside of your mind is really important. Like, what is the story that you were telling about yourself right now, and how aligned with it is it in your current path or your current surrounding um, 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 availability of opportunity? Mm-hmm. We all hope to to all of a sudden wake up in the morning and be on Easy Street. But the reality of it is that each of each and every single one of us have to work hard to get there. Yes. But we can st- we can work hard 
and we can uh, sort of network with one another to help us get to the next spot. And we already do that. A friend gets you a job somewhere. A, uh, um, a, uh, uh, um, uh, this individual that you meet randomly points you into this direction where you get this free education for yourself. And suddenly you, you know, your life is that much more for the better. I mean, it, it happens. So for me, at least, it's, it's one of those things of just being present enough to kind of see the next step and having enough presence to pass it on to the next person. Because every step is kind of like a pillar. We, we hand it, we hand yeah. that opportunity to, to, the, to, the, yeah. to the next individual. Yeah, yeah. We don't, you know, no, not, not everyone, you can't stay up on top of the mountain you know, philosophically speaking, you can't stamp on top of the mountain forever. You're going to die up there. You need to come back down the mountain and have sustenance. Also, other people need to be up on the mountain too. It's important for us as a collective species to... It's not necessarily the aspect of sharing our successes, but sharing the opportunity or the, the perception to gain that opportunity. There's a, there's a conspiracy in, in, within education uh, saying that, um, well, for the most part, any, like, it wouldn't be that hard for countries that, like, what was it, giant holders of money mm-hmm. to forward education to the point to where by the next generation, the, the, the generation being born now, we would see a space fairy society. Not only that, but it's a type one society. So within our lifetime, me speaking this, just turning 40 about you know a few months ago, um, I would see this space-faring society and it would be brought on by the, by the children who are yet to be educated you know, on a high school, prob- uh, high school and college level uh, just with an increase in funds and, 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 edu- and, and, and in, in education. Um, yeah, it's kind of strange how we, we as a species, a hundred years later, we're still vast majority of our uh, of our of our finances are being pushed forward into uh, arms and against each other, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just it's the weirdest thing. It's, it's yeah, it's sort of like this uh, this uh, this old model that needs to be um, let go of. Anyway, sorry, I'm going well, on uh, which, a reverend tangent. Well, which reminds me is that. Uh, yeah, you are the Reverend after all. The Mr. Rogers movie, I think, came at a very important time. Have you seen that documentary, Tara? Have you seen that yet? Mr. Rogers documentary? Yet? Yes. I want to see it, though. Because I watched that all the time when I was a kid. Yes. Oh, my God. That one puppet, what, what was her name? Hello, King oh, Friday. Oh, no. Hello, Prince Tuesday. Uh, oh, Prince Tuesday. Uh, it was King Friday, though, wasn't it? Uh, oh, gosh. Was it his wife? Oh my gosh! I can't remember. God, it's been so long. Oh my gosh! Stuff. But that documentary is so beautiful. It it's so awesome. Um, it came at just a perfect time because it's all about this positivity, imagination, mm-hmm. creation, he and was creativity. Amazing. He, he was. Amazing. I did see the piece where like there was that uh, the guy on the show, the black guy on the show that was the postman, like gave him a specific part because um, he was a man of color, and then. Um, also he was gay I think on top of that mm-hmm. and that Mr. Rogers kind of hinted at like you know all that being fine you know but he didn't say it like it was just like insinuated but you really got what he was talking about um, but stood up for him I mean he did a lot of stuff that was very and all of his crew like when they interview him the crew is just so they just you could tell how much they loved creating that show you see him like monkeying oh, yeah. around behind the scenes and laughing and doing silly stuff and he's yes. just like wow and it came at just such a perfect time where there's this more of an upsurgence I'm seeing peeking through of optimism mm-hmm. um, through the corners, you know, just waiting for people to really notice it. You know, it's like waving. It's going, I'm right here. You know, and... Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. It's... I think, like, if we were to apply Mr. Rogers' uh, movies, if we were to watch those at least one a day, at the whole family... Holy moly, could you imagine how awesome society would be? Oh, jeez, if they all, like, listened to that, yeah. that, watch that, And applied yeah. that nutrition, applied that, that information, my goodness. You could, also, you, could, you could also take the very same <laughs> concepts and everything and apply them to, like, a YouTube structure. Um, YouTube is interesting. Um, there's, a, there's a sort of zeitgeist 
that changes uh, every couple of years. Like, the sort of shows that get, like, 25 million views. Or oh, yeah. Not. Like, there's, um, there's this guy on YouTube, I forget his name, but he's, he's seen as, he's thought to be the funniest guy on YouTube. He's in his 20s. And when you watch his YouTube video, he's not funny. He's really, really, really good at marketing between the eight-year-olds, the twenty-four-year-olds, oh. who are the vast majority of viewers on YouTube right now. And then the world effect of that, or the echo of that, is anything that is popular in America tends to be popular around the world as well, or it tends to be watched. Or I shouldn't say tends to. Uh, that's a really, that's a really hard. Well, like it's passed on, like that's It's passed on around the world. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say popular around the world, but it's passed on to different places. It's seen in more places around the world. So everyone knows who motherfucking Logan Paul is, Mm. unfortunately. And and he's just as... He's like the the Jerry fucking Springer of, of... of the news zeitgeist. Mm. Like, back in the day when everyone was like going, oh my God, people around the world are watching Jerry Springer. Now it's Logan Paul. Uh. Uh, now it's Jess. Now it's these YouTube personalities and everything that get a lot of heads. Jess is a little older, but... Um, New York Film Academy. It's one of those things, too, where, like, there are so many individuals and everything that have, that have the ability to really affect change on a fundamental level and it's in LA and a lot and and strangely enough of it a lot of it is also hinting at, it, it, a lot of it's coming from YouTube we're driving right now we're driving through uh, one of the third shockers of the world Burbank Ooh. and uh, and Warner Brothers is nearby there's a tour van going oh I love it wow studios you just now looked at the three most famous people oh, in the world Ladies and gentlemen, uh, yeah. taking out the, 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 the two most famous people in the world, uh, they're cartoon characters. <laughs> oh my god, that's Bugs, awesome! Bugs Bunny and Donald. Oh my Daffy. god, and then there's Daffy. Sorry, why did I say Daffy? Whoa, stop, stop it's crazy! Oh, that's so cool. And here is one of the studios, only in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh my god, is this awesome that we could we live in a in, in this area where people come here all and in the same place? And now we're just gonna drive, just no, not that. Look at this. You this could is just, amazing. You could just drive in right there. I'm like, yeah, I'm here for my sitcom. Yep. No. Oh, yeah, Studio B. Right this way. Oh, wow. Isn't that where you're wanting to turn in your press kit for Ash Aria? Uh, you know, I don't know if, what about, if Warner's studio would actually be as open to uh, Ash Aria. Um, I, I, I have this sort of fear that mm-hmm. I am too old. And uh, that is not true, but mm. I existed in a uh, in a professional world to where once you reached 26 and you weren't in a signed band, it just all went downhill. Huh. And I uh, I I've worked in I've worked in professional circuits to where I, I I've, I've 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 worked I've worked in professional bands, but no. that that sort of that's and, the, and and that, and that and that and that and there's plenty of ways in order to leave. Oh, your... that's Warner Brothers Records right there. That's where you. Attend. Should I just walk in right now and talk? <laughs> yeah. CD. Just do it. Warner Bros. Rex. I'm with Asher, our lead singer. Hello. And so, you can record I'm the Warner's whole thing. Warner's Bro Rex. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. Well, I can sing it right now for you if you I'm like. like. Hey, Warner Brothers, you're famous now. <laughs> <laughs> I just made you kids famous in my podcast. I just made you a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Give me money. Don't say I never gave you nothing. Watch this. Everyone send me a dollar. I just made another million. Ah. <laughs> Watch this. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. You're right. It's so interesting, especially with this invention of smart TVs, fire sticks, etc., so forth, where you can watch YouTube on there. You can, and and then you know maybe the YouTube channel gets going uh, aggregated, I guess, as the techies would say, or distributed uh, through various uh, through various means. And then now there are app apps that play those, which which is you know then leads back to. Uh, video so it's it's crazy to see the I think the one thing that I'm noticing in the consciousness is that more and more artists are being able to totally embrace creating whatever they want to create however they want to create with 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 the least amount of excuses possible uh, whether it be a movie whether it be uh, you know use using like a free garage band app or um, 
I mean, gosh, we can edit on our cell phones too. See and if you can move that window up. Just oh. With your I don't want to take it off track. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, oh, like, oh boy. Well, we have to open that up and... and uh... Um, yeah, probably there's either... It's a fuse or... Um, something's with the track or the mechanism inside the door. It's okay, we can figure it out. Yeah. It's alright. It's alright. <laughs> ABC. Trying to lose, like, just think It's alright. It's alright. We are, by the way, the on the right side is the infamous uh, L.A. River, which I believe the... Uh, and Greece, the, the, the Greece guys drove and, through, right? And the, yes, and then the other side of that is the uh, famous uh, uh, graveyard. Oh, really? Which which one is it? What's it called? I forget the name is of it. it. I think it's just the Hollywood something graveyard. Something lawns. The what? What did you say? Oh wait, I forget okay. the name of it. But I, I forget. But it's a it's a famous one. They they hold a. What the heck was that? I don't know. And then on our right is the ABC That's, studios. There's Disney. And some Disney. green umbrellas. See Mickey Mouse? Yeah, it's Disney Studios. Oh. Oh my god. Cafeteria is below there. Not to be confused with Mickey Moose, the Canadian mascot. Hello, Disney people. Where's Roy? I wanna talk to Roy. Oh boy, where's Roy? I was gonna try to work at the animation studio in Florida a long Oh my god, that's awesome. Whoa, yeah. so do you know how to animate? Well, yeah, I'm not that great at it though. I, I took Ooh. 2D animation Ooh. and I was just like, what do you like to use? Uh, well, I mean, I use graphite and charcoal, but like, but then I actually did like, oh. There was just a. What would you see there? There, there was just a, 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 a post box. From what year? No, a, U, a UPS box. Just, <laughs> just in the middle, like it was in the middle of someone's. Uh, oh. Yard. Yeah, that's oh. where the little people on this block are. Ah, I see. They need it, <laughs> they you know, those. just so high. Just so, just so big. Yeah. There we go. That's funny. But yeah, that, that was so weird. Oh. That was that. That is weird. I like doing 3D animation. Which it's very weird. Yeah, Tara is, Tara is uh, we actually have a little bit of a, uh, uh, of a, uh, how do I, how do I, how do I, oh my this? god. We have a we have a little bit of a uh, concern. We're we're trying to advance both of our lives right now to be a little bit more lucrative. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure out Tara's background. She was trying to uh, she was trying to ascend in was uh, was uh, video game art design. Oh God, that would be great. I oh wow. Well, she still wants to do it, but she not maybe in video game art design, maybe in FX, maybe animation. We're not sure. We know that the possibility of doing it out in L.A. is is there. We're just trying to get there. In the meanwhile, we also have a small opportunity, small, in Austin, Texas. I'm shooting for out here. But, but then there's also a sort of pull that's pulling us to Austin. It's a really interesting sort of tug of war. I'm, for me, I want it to be out here, Burbank. Well, and you can also have your other... Uh your other uh, mansion uh, utopia out there too. Hey, there you go. You your storage, your storage bin that's been, you know subterranean storage uh, village. It's a two. <laughs> take it there really quickly. Look at the freaking houses that are out here. I know it's crazy. It's turning this way. Yeah, it's like tree houses, but for adults. Yeah. This is like some of the oldest areas and everything. What's strange about it is there are there are there are places out here. That run around a grand a month. You just gotta find them. Um, I love how these trees hang over the, the street. There's oh, yeah. just something really comforting about the, that. The beauty of this area of Burbank, yeah. Um, all sorts of interesting stuff. And this is the area I was born. I was I was born out here. I, I lived out here. Oh wow! I don't remember any of my time living out here. <laughs> a small baby. You must be getting flashbacks. I can imagine that happening oh, once well. in a while. You're like, whoa, whoa, well, that's Vis- familiar. Visiting gra- visiting uh, grandparents and uh, other family that lived out here at the time, uh, the first five years of my life, uh, I, whenever I whenever I drive up to L.A., especially driving up to like, in a, more of an older area, uh, there there are definitely flashbacks. Where are we heading? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. Are you going down or uptown or downtown, whatever, Burbank? Is this, that the direction you're going? I'm going to go up this way and that way. Eventually, I wanted to hit a store called 99 Ranch. I need to go to the restrooms. Okay, we'll find the restroom. 
I was going to at Marukai, but I didn't want to wait. Yeah, there was a, you, the, she, the only place that she could use the restroom at Marukai, unfortunately, was upstairs, and it was like a line. Mm. It was unfortunate. Well, it just takes a while for the key to get returned. But anyway, so... So right now the the the, the tug of war besides mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Austin versus out here, mm-hmm. it's um, the how. We we want to we want to be out here, but we want to be lucrative. And then the idea is: Are we working for someone, or are we working for us, or right. are we working for multiple people working for us and freelancing and just kind of in our own rhythm of doing things and. The idea is to try to find which what is the best course for ourselves in the sort of lifestyle that we want, um, and what we'd love to do is just create content. Well, okay, travel and create content. That yeah, absolutely. That and you know that that stuff comes about just by, I mean, like with your animation skills. And let's say if we were to blend together. The, the Wizard Walk um, various characters that we've, you know, we got the uh, Reverend Mark um, um, animated character, we got the Lumi, you know, um, <laughs> Lumi the All Seeing Eye character, we got the the um, we got the the Wizard of L A character, um, maybe my Kaleidoscopic Jesus or even the Cosmic Cowboy or whoever the other guy was, uh, Yokayo, um, and. <laughs> So it, that could be a fun little thing. Could you imagine just how cosmically, like, that could be an educational thing in itself? What if it's an educa- a cosmic educational show? You know, like Ga- the Gaia channel, they, they need content like any other channel would. Or, um, geez, make a whole series of just short films of this kind of stuff and then release them, or episodes, release them as short films, but really it's kind of a TV show, so to speak. You know, it's, it's, it wouldn't be hard to, like... Um I'm sure everyone here would be cool with having a... Say, if, say for instance, what if you could travel around the world for about three months? Mm-hmm. You just create content, and then for another three months, you're editing all that content together. Um, you, you, edit, you edit video together, so you, you, you know you, you would need a team for that. Um, I'm certainly one of those individuals in editing who would be able to do that. My, my Photoshop background... I'm learning. Uh, I'm learning. Um, I'm learning After Effects currently. Awesome. About to take a, a class in it. Um, but uh, I'm going to continue to learn After Effects. If someone said it was the Photoshop of uh, of, uh, of 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 movies. Yeah, so like, that's the Photoshop. What I heard. The Photoshop of movies. Fuck. I'm a Photoshop guy. Right. Learn that. So I'm really dead set on becoming just as good at After Effects as I am at Photoshop, and I have like decades of experience with Photoshop. So, wow, so to apply that, you're going to be able to actually directly fuse both of the Frankenstein, those two together, your Photoshop skills with the with the uh, editing skills. Yeah, That's ab- cool. absolutely. By I, using the After Effects. Yeah, I, and, and it's, it's also understanding Photoshop to a very precise sort of method. And so I, if I can apply that same sort of perception within... Um, Within uh, uh, After Effects, I, I can only imagine where I'm going to go. Like compositing, that's essentially After Effects in a nutshell. And compositing is an aspect of Photoshop that's uh, an everyday thing, especially when you're swapping heads or fixing people's collars or or um, removing. Hey, I don't want I, I don't want this douchebag individual in my photo. Can you take that out? Yes, give me twenty dollars. <laughs> you know and. Um, and, and, and there's that market for that. And, like, what was it? Saturday, I, I made $200 doing Photoshop work for a friend of mine. Now, what's interesting is the amount of Photoshop work I did for this person wasn't $200. It was more. Mm. It should have been more. But this is a very good friend of mine, um, very good person, uh, a source of inspiration, and... Um, and so I, I, I took the job, and I was really proud of myself with how quickly I got these these images done, and um, the sort of mythology, the sort of method, modality that I used over and over and over to to advance in every single image. And it was like forty two 
re-edits within... Whoa. Under, yeah, under it was under an eight-hour period. Whoa. So I got essentially like 42 re-edits done. It's fucking a lot, uh, considering what I was doing. Because this person would have... It would have been a $500 job mm. on, uh, on Fiverr. And, uh, yeah, I, I did them quite the... Uh, quite the, um... Have you put yourself onto Fiverr? No, I need to. Uh, Fiverr, I haven't had a... I mean, I haven't figured out... My, my, my... God honest truth, I, I haven't figured out Fiverr. Mm. I haven't figured out how to, uh, to, to essentially build a, my Fiverr account or how to manage it. I'm looking at Upworks. I'm looking at a, a couple of other places. Well, I was going to ask you if maybe there's some of those kind of, uh, websites like that. I need to figure out how to kind of sort of build my... Uh, my profile and how to uh, promote myself. Tara for a while was on Keen uh, doing a. Uh, oh, I'm still on there. I just haven't popped in. What Tara. is Keen? It's Tara a psychic card reading website. Really? Where people. Yeah, and I just, like, people will uh, instant message me on there and I'll read their cards and type out and talk to them. Yeah. So you read their cards? What do you mean? They're tarot cards. You know how to read tarot cards? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is fantastic. You two, both of you? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, my God. Do you read the same kind? or Because uh, um, I know there's a whole bunch of different... His. She yeah. does. Well, but it's the same type of deck. Do you have an oracle deck or a regular I, deck? I, have, I, I know how to read an oracle deck. Okay. I have, I have, a, I have a regular... I don't have an oracle Bo- deck. Both, a... both of us have regular decks, and the only difference is Tara does the reverse and uh, right set up version and I only read everything yeah. from the right side up. Oh my god, what would be interesting if you it's both read tarot for a person at the same time? Oh my gosh, our own separate like to, readings. But, like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, to see how it all ties in together. Oh my gosh. That'd be really god, cool. that would be incredible. That would be a fun, that would be a, little, a fun experiment. Yeah, oh my god, especially because you have your method, you got your method, mm-hmm. it'd be like this and they sit between <laughs> you while you're over here, you're over here and, and they're just That's caught in there. That would be badass. Ranch 89. Huh. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, I do different I kinds of spreads, but... um. How long have you been doing it? Uh, since I was... Jeez. Since I was 13, I think. Oh my gosh. What got you into it? You know, I don't know. I was kind of drawn towards all of that. Like, I had this uh, Cornelius Agrippa thing. That's Cornelius? Like, what's that? Um, It's like... It's this Cornelius Agrippa with this, was this guy in the occult. Like, I was drawn to all this occult stuff, and, and I got a Ouija board. In fifth grade, what? Is that was what I wanted for Christmas, was a Ouija board and a couple other. His name was Cornelius? Uh, yeah, Cornelius Agrippa. You know, it's so funny. So many times, because mm-hmm. I, I, I used to be a substitute teacher for nine years, uh-huh. and these kids would ask me, Mr. C, what's your first name? Oh, you got the green light. He's like, Mr. C, they'd be like, Mr. C, what's your first name? And I go, oh, Cornelius. Really? And I said I was named after uh, Cornelius from Planet of the Apes. I'd always use that as a joke. Not oh, that they nice. had, not that these kids had ever lived to see even the original versions, yeah. you know, or remember That's them. Cool. It was just so funny. That's so cool. Mine's kind of lame. I was named after a character on all my children. Oh, that's great. <laughs> what, what was her name? Um, Tara. Oh, oh. So I just, you know. Oh, here we go. Hen- Henrik Cornelius Agrippa, I think. Wow. Yeah. And so what, what, he was a, a, an occultist? Scholar, theologian, polymath, occult writer. Um, wow. Yeah, a physician. Oh, a legal scholar, a soldier. Jeez, I didn't know all that. Check this out. Hey, Hold look, up. Ma, I'm a legal scholar. Hey, look, Ma, I got a diploma. I want to show you guys something. Um, so, driving through here, wow. you would think that this Whoa. place, there's, this is just, you know. It feels like a back lot. Yeah, it, it is sort of, but what's really interesting Whoa. about it is a lot of some of these places yeah, around here are. Um, let's see if I can find it. There are stop animation studios all throughout this area. <gasps> interesting. Um, wow, these little back roads. A very good friend of mine works at one. Let's see if I can find it. It's not called Titmouse, is it? Um, I I don't think so. But I do. I, that name. It would make so much right. sense if it. Yeah, yeah, I would be like, of course, because my buddy, my buddy works at uh, this animation studio called Titmouse, oh, and neat. it's kind of like in an area, kind of like that. Titmouse. Titmouse. What's the? What's your friend's name? Colin Fleming. Colin. Fleming. Why does that name sound familiar? You went to. Did you by any chance go to uh, Cal State? 
No. Oh, yeah, that's where he went. I thought maybe you might have known him from there. That name sounds familiar. Colin Fleming. So what is what is? He sounds like a, it sounds like a superhero name. Well, yeah. he. Uh, yeah, that's right. He did. There's a retro sci-fi film I acted in, and I helped these guys out with. They, we all. Oh my gosh, these guys were amazing. Colin Fleming and my buddy John Garside. They edited right. this. We. He came up. They dreamed up this idea of doing a retro sci-fi film, uh, shot like inspired by K- Commando Cody and Flash Gordon. Oh, cool. But they would oh, nice. shoot it as if it were made today. So we shot it in front of a green screen, and everybody was telling him, "No, no, you can't. You know, why don't you just make a romantic comedy on a couch with one camera and a, you know just in one house?" And they're like, "No, I don't want to do that. I want to make a, a sci-fi film." Right. So we we're. I, I learned so much about green screen and stuff, and it was so much fun. I'm writing from. You know, I'm I'm just out there running from this invisible UFO, and Colin, you know, puts this this UFO chasing me down the down the uh, down this path, and my buddy had to rotoscope me, oh wow, frame by frame. Oh, he said it took him like eight weeks to Damn. rotoscope me, eight, just for for a, for a quick 15 second shot of me running up this path, and then Colin put this this like walking UFO that was chasing me, and. Uh, Anyway, it was amazing working with these guys and seeing what was possible. And uh, you're saying that your buddy works at an animation yeah, it's studio, good. and it, we we actually I think we just passed it, but it's uh, yeah. it's in a place. It's it, this is where it is. It's, what kind of uh, stuff has he been working on lately? I, I, he, he hasn't told me anything, unfortunately. So um, I just know that it, essentially he works in these uh, in these like sort of back. Uh, sort of a lot areas. And, oh, and this is this is those areas. It's cool because it's kind of like right. secret back there. It's just yeah. you would not expect it. Yeah, there's a lot of little hidden um, uh, 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 places around here, and and there's a couple of uh, stop animation spots out of back of here. So wait, so what? Do, do, are you friends with his friend? Uh, no, actually, I know who he is through, like... And you want to do animation? Like that. Indoor shooting I, edge. 3D animation would be nice, or even, like, you know, building if, if you listen, objects. Ooh, if you yes. listen, you can hear the gunfire. Can you? In the indoor firing sh- line? Indoor shooting range. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, firing line. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's crazy. Uh... I've never, I've never walked past shooting range, an indoor shooting range that where you I, couldn't hear. The, I think it'd be fun to, to uh, blend both 3D and 2D. Yeah, that would be cool. I, oh, I, yeah. There, there are shooting ranges uh, where you can walk into a room and uh, you're shooting at sort of a, a self-healing screen, mm-hmm. um, and there's a projection going up on the screen or like a uh, some sort of a projection, and it's like Whoa. a live drama. Oh, like yeah. oh my God, so like people dude! So you could totally do like a zombie invasion type oh, yeah. of thing. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it's like a video game, but with a real gun. Live ammo, yeah. What the hell? That's crazy. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, I miss shooting. But yeah, that would be cool. Be awesome. Yeah. 2D animation. That was the big thing about it. It's like I just, I don't know, didn't have the patience for it. What do you like? What what program do you use for 3D animation? Uh, The 3DS Max, and and mostly, yeah. Like Maya for, for building, like, organic objects and then 3ds max is better for like uh like architecture things like that for uh hard hard objects wow that's awesome yeah it's really cool um i haven't learned unity yet but uh getting there wow man this is so exciting all the talent that's here um have you guys worked on films and stuff never forgot to ask you never would love to we've been in videos together like on untrained slackers like Videos from YouTube. Like that's about show. it. <laughs> if you yeah. were uh, to to do stuff on a on a movie, like what what kind of stuff would you hmm. prefer? Oh my God, that's I a would. Good question. Um, anything that would hire me. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you what do you feel like you'd most be able to shine? Like, if they said, "Oh, do part of the production uh, design team, or part of the uh, um, um, art art, uh, you know, the art department, or the." Um, the, you know, music, maybe doing the soundtrack or um, I think the, acting. I think the uh, place that I have the best of the best value is anywhere where Photoshop would be required, mm. um, and if it, especially if it's something between uh, setting up uh, composite shots uh, for the. So you know uh, Premiere, you know some After Effects. Yeah, I know a little bit of After Effects. I know I know how to apply. I know why uh, it's important the, the applications between uh, After Effects and Photoshop. So in theory, I could I could actually help out with that. Um, there's 
ton of stuff I could probably do on set uh, during the actual filming because of my f- photography background. Oh, a set photographer. Oh, yeah. yeah, because of Oh, my, my God. Well, not even f- uh, set photographer, but just knowing how to set up the shot, being the stylist. Oh, or, gotcha. Or the prop, or the guy that, you know, knows how to set the props up, or, or the light heads. Like, years of years of doing photography. Was working in, light, like, a gaffer? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a lighting department? Well, yeah. You know, there's, a, there's a lot of different things I could do. Um, my, my problem is that I just don't have the experience in those things. But um, as far as applying my, uh, my, uh, my value mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to that sort of environment, oh, yeah, it's, it's limitless, I, I believe. And Tara can do pretty much everything, except, including you know, writing scripts and, um, and oh, acting, awesome. directing, and she's, she's amazing. <laughs> produce an entire movie just by herself it's oh, incredible geez. figure it out no no I don't <laughs> stop it so you're so video the videos you've shot this is the uh, oh gosh forgive me what's that title you just said it a little bit ago uh, uh, and you talked about it on the, on the radio too um understated or what the heck was the name oh here? untrained slackers untrained slackers okay uh-huh. Wow, wow, wow. Is it like a series? Do they follow, or, or is it like more of like sort of an art collective kind of thing? We're trying to make it into a series of just like trying to, you know, get a video out at once a week, you know, is the goal. Oh, that's great. Um, and just have like, it's just a story, you know, uh, beginning, middle, and end. And uh, usually just the, now it's like building, you know, different Lego sets. Uh, having a story around it and then it gets destroyed in some interesting manner at the end. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh so. my God, that's great. There's so much room for all kinds of crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know, once you learn After Effects, uh-huh. imagine you start blending together the 2D with yeah. t- with that, where uh-huh. you now you've got this like, you know, this other thing talking to him. Totally. Oh my God! Oh, this we is. look at the animation down for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, heck, even the the the, the score. Um, she, now, do you play any instruments? I do, but not like. Well, what do you like? What do you like to just even tinker with, for that matter? Maracas? Um, are we talking? Yeah. Harmonica. Well, it's, it's keyboard and uh, keyboard and the guitar. Um, guitar. Guitar. <laughs> so yeah. do so. Uh, do you utilize those songs in your un, in untrained slackers? No, no, I'm not that good. Not that. Well, uh, good. Have you come up with some? Some melodies, some ditties. Have you co- col- you know collaborated with On one another? On the keyboard a little bit, we've you know tried to figure out some stuff. Just come like up with some really cool melodies on keyboard and everything. We but we've never actually recorded anything. It'd be a wonderful team up. What kind of recording equipment do you guys have? Uh, currently, uh, currently the recording equipment that I have well, we is. We have the Olympus, and then we have. Uh, I have a portable Olympus recorder, and then uh, condenser, uh, well, USB condenser mic, and, and my laptop. Um, so there's that, uh, and limited. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, but I make it work. And our phones. Our phones. Surprisingly, these are pretty good recording yes. devices. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. You 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 already know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I work yeah. by Victrola. Nice. <laughs> oh, I want to. This Victrola. is my Victrola. Say hello. Hi. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> so uh, now, with the music that you create, do you, have you ever come up with a melody that? fits along with the, something he's uh, a riff he's come up with have you ever come up the melody that, to a riff that she's come up with have you ever you know yeah, kind of done that? yeah like fact, with Cirque Noir maybe well in fact uh, did you help me with Cirque Noir hmm. not so much in Cirque Noir but um, more of Asharia but Asharia definitely she, she oh that's helped, awesome she helped me out a lot in Asharia um, just I would be, I'd be stuck on a vocal melody and I would Need, I need to step out of myself and listen to her. Local medleys, lyrics. Uh, lyrical, like, like I would yeah, say I would, a few I would, lines, but then a, he would like chop it up and like you know add to it. Boom! Yeah. There it is. Yeah, and she she's come up with some really help me and help me and help me stick to directions that um, I may have gone off the beaten path. But uh-huh. I, it's hard to explain. It's like and it goes back into that whole aspect of like synchronistic sort of. Uh, did you see some of these places? Yeah, there's one called Vintage Oddities. Yeah, like, it is pretty cool. I want to show you this. You can join Twins Work there. Really? No. Aww. But it'd be fun. Like if it, yeah, it would. Look at that old ass thrift store. Oh, yeah. American Old boy. ass thrift store. <laughs> that sounds like something out of like one of those old Eddie Murphy movies. Come out to the old ass thrift store. Ah, yeah. the old ass thrift store. <laughs> Come on. There's a lot 
very interesting shops around there. Yeah. So do you, do you ever? How often do you play your uh, keyboard? Uh, every once in a while. I really should play it more often. About once like, a month. Because if you so just just for kicks, if you're just riffing along on it, well, number one, I'd love to even have thirty seconds of that to play on the radio. Number two, you're riffing along. I'm sure he would come up with some melody before you know it. You come up with some melody, and then it creates this whole extra band. I mean, that could be even one of the wizard uh, wizard walk walkers uh, uh, songs. I could see that. Yeah. You know, you guys could be the sort of the, 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 the Johnny Appleseed of the growth of that of, of that musical aspect. And just gotta believe. Just gotta, gotta believe. And the magic was inside you. The I love time. the idea bubble. of and the magic was inside <laughs> you. The whole time. What is bubblehead? Don don don. Yeah, what is bubblehead? Trespass if you dare. The There's robots will kill you. Is bubblehead a club? <laughs> Let's try to walk in. Should we try? No, I think it's a club. Bubblehead. Bubblehead. It might be where they make clones Purple. of people. Ah, it could be all of them, all of them together. All it's every, a clone of you, but it has a bubble head. So it's, Clo- just really it's like... a clone of everybody. Yeah. Um. It's like Noah's Ark. <laughs> the island. Bubble. The island. <laughs> yeah. And take your organs. Right. So it'd be so interesting. I always thought how cool it'd be just to put down, uh, together a band of just really unique instruments that you'd never expect would play together, like a koto. And a glackenspiel, or like, cool. uh, you know, oh, just these interesting. Um, a theremin. Oh, God, a theremin, yes. Maybe a harpsichord while we're at it. You get all these interesting. Uh, a sitar? Wait, did you say kitar? Yeah, it's like. Oh, yeah, a kitar. Kitar and a sitar. Oh, maybe a didgeridoo, too. And then some really unique percussion. Voice change or something. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Some voice changes, some great modulations. Have you ever thought about? Have you ever? Uh, of course, you've thought about Burning Man, but go, but going to Burning Man. I've been looking more and more into that, like how to how to how to make your way over to it. Um, yeah. What sort of uh, or what sort of uh, camp groups you can uh, you can bunk up with? Yeah, yeah I'm trying to figure that out myself. Yeah, because like you got to bring enough food or whatever provisions for a whole week, and then. You take everything back with you, so you got to make sure that whatever you drive out there, you can fit all these trash bags. And... And Giant Rock is kind of like the same thing in a lot of ways. Oh. You you go out there with the intent of bringing everything back with you, except for your poop. Mm. Um, and uh, you just bury you, you just bury that. Bury that deep. Mm-hmm. Just bury that deep somewhere. Don't don't worry about burying it so deep. Just just bury it deep. There's, <laughs> there's thing there's a thing traditionally in the desert where they say don't bury your poop. Mm. Uh, Throw it at the rocks instead. I think it, that's the other well, extra part. Put of it in a put it in a bag and take it with you. I, oh. and, but as as somebody who has studied bioremediation and micro and micro micro oh I can't even talk right now. But um um um, um microbiology. Bi- thank you. Microbiology. <laughs> I wanted to say my I want microbiology, but oh, I, yeah. I kept on saying microbiotics. But uh, microbiology, I I would disagree with that. I, I think it's okay to bury your poop. Yeah. And unfortunately, if you it's like fertilizer, right? If you end up having to dig through the top of a ant colony, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. But oh, by the way, did you guys know you're right near where I live? Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. Here, if you could turn uh, left on oh, he here. 